Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Yesterday in the House State Committee, we spent about 15 minutes discussing why we should recognize 2023 as the Taylor Swift era in Pennsylvania. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Now to the latest significant development in the 2024 presidential race. Donald Trump has been barred from the ballot in the state of Maine for his actions surrounding January 6th. Uh, That it is unprecedented. No secretary of state has ever deprived a presidential candidate of ballot access based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. You have to listen to her talk like this, you know, where everything has a question mark at the end of it, with an upward inflection at the end of every sentence. She based her ruling on a lot of documents, but also YouTube clips, news reports, things that would never pass the bar. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. More election interference, more voter suppression, and more shenanigans from the Democrats. Everything they accuse Trump and the Republicans of doing, they themselves are doing. It's it's complete projection. It's over and over and over, and they still tell us we're in the wrong. We shouldn't be allowed to vote for Donald Trump. We shouldn't be allowed to have our say in these elections. He's, he's not eligible, according to the Secretary of State in Maine, according to the Colorado Supreme Court, uh, even though they're staying their decision. It is, I mean, we're not in the same waters that we've been in. This is new territory for a lot of legal scholars from, for, for the United States in general. This is never gone on before at this magnitude, where you have states just standing up and saying, eh, well, we don't like this guy. Hey, we're not going to let you put him on the ballot. And you know what? We'll, we'll throw it up. We'll let you toss it up to a higher court. But uh, we, we don't feel that you should be able to vote for Donald John Trump, a formerly elected president of the United States, a duly elected president of the United States against all odds in 2016. And probably 2020, based on many, many outcomes and and revelations since then. 844-500-4242. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. I'm Taylor Cormier, Howie's executive producer, filling in. He'll be back January 8th, Monday, January 8th. You've got me uh, this week and next. Uh, Monday, we will be off, of course, for New Year's Day. We'll be playing best of segments, so the Howie Carr Show will still be, for all intents and purposes, live and on the air, but uh, we will not be live in the studio. You will be hearing best of segments. Um, So what's going on in Maine? You have a Secretary of State who has made this rogue decision because she was was urged to do her duty. She was pushed into this. She didn't want to do this. This wasn't... This wasn't her decision. She she didn't want to have to uh, put the screws to Donald Trump herself, even though it was going to mean absolutely nothing ultimately. But she didn't want to have to, I don't know, send out emails in a couple of years when she's running for governor uh, saying, remember when I, I pushed Donald Trump off the ballot and I stood up for democracy? 
Remember when when I did that? Remember when I uh, tried to railroad an entire election in the state of Maine and wanted other states to follow suit and completely uh, corrupt the results of the primary election in the United States in 2024? She didn't want to do any of that. It was it was these three former legislators that came to her and, and said, oh, we hate to tell you, but uh, you've, you've this guy has done some stuff. Uh, and look at uh, look at Section three of the 14th Amendment. Clearly, clearly he's he's in violation here. Uh, you need to make a decision whether this guy is eligible for for the ballot in the state of Maine. So she took the weight of the world on her shoulders, the the weight of the state of Maine on her shoulders, and thought about it, and thought about it. She puzzled and puzzled till her puzzler was sore. And she thought maybe elections are about a little bit more. <laughs> She's the Grinch that's trying to steal the election. This is Shanna, uh, Shanna Bellows, the Secretary of State of Maine, she was on CNN yesterday. And she was making the rounds. She's basking in the glow. She was on uh, WGME this morning, uh, GAN this morning as well, and, and making the rounds through New England media, national media, so, and saying how sorry she is that she had to do this. But you, you don't really hear any sorrow in her voice. In fact, all of these interviews where you can see her face, there's a big, broad, bleep-eating grin on there when she's saying how sorry she is. Here she is uh, with CNN describing why she had to do what she did uh, because it's never been done before, is, is basically her explanation. Cut to. Again, I am so mindful, and I, I said this in my decision, uh, that it is unprecedented. No secretary of state has ever deprived a presidential candidate of ballot access based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, but no presidential candidate has ever engaged in insurrection Correct. and been disqualified under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Oh, you could have stopped there. You could have said no presidential candidate has ever participated in an insurrection because you'd be correct. No presidential candidate has participated in an insurrection. By the way, in January January 6th of 2021, Donald Trump was not a candidate for the president of the United States. He wasn't. He was just about to become a former president. He was still the president of the United States. He was no lo- he was not a candidate yet. I'm not sure if that has any legal bearing, but if you're if you want to talk semantics, Shanna, then I'll put that out there. He, and January 6, 2021, call it what you want. No government was toppled. No government was threatened. There was not anywhere near. There were no arms taken up. There were no arms discovered. There, were, there was nothing. You had an, what amounted to an angry mob that broke some glass stole a podium and a laptop and made fools of themselves for a couple of hours before, as Anderson Cooper likes to say, they went back to the Olive Garden or the Applebee's to have a couple of dry martinis. 
or Bud Lights, because back then Bud Lights were Bud Lights weren't out of vogue yet. There was no insurrection. Donald Trump did not say, I want you to participate in an insurrection. I want you to riot. He said, I know you're going to march peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol to make your voices heard. He's not been charged. He's not been convicted. There is no legal basis for this to go forward. We've had this conversation when Colorado did this last week or a couple of weeks ago. Uh, And Maine is doing the exact same thing. One person, by the way, this wasn't a Supreme Court. This wasn't a state Supreme Court. This was just the Secretary of State. Here she is back in 2021 uh, talking about kind of the seedlings for this plan of, of how she and other secretaries of state could effectively overturn the results of the election by not allowing the election to go ahead as planned to begin with. Here she is. She's in a, a Zoom call with, uh, this is still back in the days of, of COVID and Zoom calls with uh, several other secretaries of state. And she is explaining here how they're going to save democracy. Cut three. I'd love to hear about your thoughts on like our the biggest threats facing uh, our democracy at this point in time. Well, what Secretary Griswold just said and named is something that was unimaginable two years ago or 10 years ago, and that is election sabotage. It is a crystal clear example of what's happening all across the country. So we need to organize to make sure we have better leaders in positions of power to fight back against that. Uh, Secretary Benson talked about uh, voter suppression and that's something that when we started our careers at the ACLU and Southern Poverty Law Center, it's fighting back about systematic, structural voter oppression, targeting specifically black and brown voters. It's rooted in white supremacy. That is something we have to continue to do work on. And Secretary Merrill talked about the For the People Act and the Freedom to Vote Act. We must have federal standards all across the country. And then finally, just to echo my colleagues, this is rooted in a deliberate camp- and organized campaign to discourage people from participating in our democracy. It is an attack on our very democracy itself because when everyone participates, everything that we care about, social justice, climate justice, economic justice, we win. Those on the other side are trying to discourage people from participating. That's what this really is about. We have to fight back to protect our democracy, to protect everything. So you heard her say the ACLU and the Southern Poverty Law Center, SPLC, both special interest groups, are trying to uh, work together with secretaries of state in order to uh, do anything they could to get Trump removed from the ballot, to make Trump ineligible for uh, the presidency of the United States for his party's nomination. And she also, it, it's its amazing how screwed up they're thinking as as Howie says, they're, they're, they're so crooked, they've got to get a, use a corkscrew to get into their pants every morning. 81 million votes is what Joe Biden goes around saying he got, yet they are still crying about voter suppression, voter oppression, and, uh, you know, the Republicans, the MAGA, mega MAGA Republicans going at the ballot boxes, urging people not to vote. It's not true. And, and so how can you claim that that it is true if Joe Biden received the most votes in history? Which one isn't true? I'm going to go with Joe Biden receiving the most votes in history. 
I'm going to say that's not true. And they always talk about it's the black and the brown. I think they're looking at a, a, a set of statistics and coming up with a very convenient explanation for why those statistics are the way that they are. Uh, they're saying they're, they're seeing a, a trend of uh, black and brown voters not coming out to vote anymore. Is it possible that those black and brown voters aren't voting for your candidate anymore, as has been the trend over the past several years, that they have been gravitating more towards uh, Republican or conservative mindsets and following conservative candidates and voting for them instead because they see what uh, what Democrats have gotten them and what Democrat policies have done to their cities and what they're doing to other cities and other states as well, what they're doing at the southern border, what they're doing to their children who are dying of fentanyl, fentanyl overdoses, what they're doing to the economy, what they're doing to your, your grocery bill, what they're doing to your gas stoves, what they're doing to your cars that you drive. Every single facet of their lives is being affected by terrible Democrat policies. So when you see that black and brown voters are disappearing from the Democrat voter rolls, your assumption is that, oh, it must be voter suppression from the right, from the mega MAGA Republicans. No, they're voting in another way and they're going to continue to do so. 844-500-4242. We'll take your calls on the other side. As the left ramps up their efforts to abort babies, we need to ramp up our efforts to save babies. I can't stress this enough. And because of our partnership with Preborn, an organization dedicated to saving the lives of the unborn, we can do just that. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies as they compete head-to-head with the abortion giants. Oftentimes, Preborn will actually set up shop right next to uh, Planned Parenthood uh, outlets. And they will uh, attract people and and convince them to stop in, see your child before you make your final decision. They offer a mother considering ending the life of her child a free ultrasound. Once she sees her baby and hears the heartbeat, her baby's chance at life is doubled. And now through a match, your tax-deductible gift is doubled too. And because Preborn supports both mothers and babies with diapers, car seats, counseling, and so many more resources for up to two years... You're offering double blessings. Now's the time to put your year-end write-offs to work. If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. Preborn has a 100% charity rating, so you can give with confidence. I'm Taylor Cormier, and this is The Howie Car Show. Howie Car, we'll be right back. Howie Car is back. Howie Carr is not yet back. It's still me, Taylor Cormier, his executive producer, filling in throughout next week as well. 844-500-4242. Howie loves my pillows products, though. Sleeps with their pillows. He wears their slippers. He dries off with their towels. And now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at MyPillow.com. From pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets, 
Go to MyPillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Jared, what is today's poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is how would you describe these efforts to remove Trump from primary ballots? An effort to save democracy or an effort to destroy democracy? Uh, Definitely an effort to destroy democracy. 100% of the audience agrees with you. It'll dip down to 99, 98, but uh, I'm glad to see that 100 out of the gate so far agree. Not just out of the gate, triple digit votes. Really? 100%. Incredible. Wow. That's well keep keep voting. Make sure that stays a statistical 100%. Go to howiecarshow.com and vote in our poll today. Rena, you're next on the Howie Car show. Go ahead, Rena. Hi Taylor. Hi. Um I'm in Maine and I just want to say that I am just disgusted by them trying to, you know, do this to Trump. It's un-American. It's not fair. Um say for example 10 states go along with this then so the rest of the country can vote for him, but we can't. I mean, that's blatantly cheating in front of everybody's eyes. And it's opening up Pandora's box because now you're saying instead of innocent until proven guilty, just because someone says you're guilty, now you can't run for office or you're going to be you know disqualified from things without being proven guilty. It's just totally un-American. I mean, I'd, I'd go a step further than that, Rena. It's not un-American. It's anti-American. I mean, one of the foundational freedoms of this country is that you have the right to uh, to vote uh, for whom you would like to vote. And another another uh, fundamental foundational right in this country is the right to due process. And there's been no due process. There's been no process whatsoever for determining if Donald Trump has been in violation of the uh, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, whether he participated in an insurrection. I mean, if you believe some of the bogus testimony from uh, Cassidy Hutchinson in the uh, January 6 hearings, okay, yeah, he he grabbed the, the steering wheel of the beast and tried to steer it into the Capitol building and did judo karate chops on the Secret Service agents, and then he uh, hit the eject button and skyrocketed out of the... Uh, just ridiculous things. That's what some people would have you believe. But none of this transpired. He had no, uh, no uh, involvement whatsoever in the January 6, quote-unquote, insurrection. And there's been nothing that has even charged him with being involved in it. It's, it's anti-American to take him off the ballot at this point in time. To somebody who apparently, like uh, Shanna Bellows, has a very very uh, marginal view, if one at all, of the Constitution of the United States. Thanks very much for the call, Rena. Uh, Brian, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, uh, uh, Taylor. I, uh, two things. Um, uh, Brian from Maine here. Uh, <clears throat> I'll say the first thing before I forget it. Um, she's, she's not even a, an attorney. So, like, a lot of these rules, you know, that you're bringing up, that, you know, she's, you know, she's breaking, she doesn't even understand them. Or if she does, you know, she's just so blatant about it and i think she's not an attorney she sounds like she's still addicted to chewing bubble gun did you hear her talk in the intro (laughs) she's she's always talking like this and and she's like she could have been in the movie mean girls and starring alongside Lindsay lohan that's that's somebody who was not democratically elected to her position but it was an internal job uh, by the legislature Consider your vote the next time you go into vote in Maine.
live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Welcome back to the Howie Car Show. And yes, Dr. Matt, the vet, Dr. Matt Callahan of the Ipswich Animal Hospital will be joining us at six o'clock this evening. So if you have a beautiful dog, a talented dog, if you have any questions, get them ready and give us a call at uh, six o'clock. We'll get you on the line and uh, get ready to ask Dr. Matt your question. You can also text in your questions later. Just text the Keyword Howie to 617-213-1066. Keyword Howie followed by your question to 617-213-1066. Joining us now in studio is Grace Curley with Grace's News. Hello, Taylor. I'm going to start with a story that has gone viral today. Pop-Tarts Bowl mascot captivates America with crazy antics and then he dies. I saw the video. I didn't know Pop-Tart Bowl was a thing. I I didn't either. Is this like a college bowl kind of thing? They definitely haven't had this much success as far as marketing until now, thanks to the giant Pop-Tart that was put in the toaster on TV. It was a giant fake toaster. Yes. And the Pop-Tart, was it was a strawberry Pop-Tart. He got up there. He popped out of the toaster, I think, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like Psy from... uh, the Gangnam Style, that's how he opens his concerts. Yeah, there must have been some sort of trampoline or something beneath yeah, it. Yeah, a little spring mechanism. So he comes up and uh, gets the crowd riled up, holds up a sign that says, dreams really do come true. And they do. They do. <laughs> it worked. And then he gets lowered back into the toaster, which I don't really understand because he came out of the toaster already. I guess he wasn't done the first time. Are you, here's a question. Yeah. Do you find yourself when you tow something? Putting it back in for a second round. I don't, I don't own a toaster. A toaster oven? No. Oven? Oven. I broil. We make toast in the morning. I broil the toast. Would you rather broil things? Bread. Would you rather things come out on the lighter side or well done? How well done are we talking here? I like things really well done. I like it crispy. I, I like, like my pizza. I well like done. crispy on the outside and still a little soft on the inside, maybe. So I, I like it cooked all the way through, but not not burnt and no hint of burning. Start nice golden brown. You know what I on like the lighter to do? side of golden brown. I like to put things in the toaster and then just keep taking them out before they're ready. Yeah, you do that. I'm very yeah. I, I'm very impatient. Or or you just forget about them completely. Yeah, and you got to start all over again. That That's happens too. Been done before. Yes, this is from Red State on Thursday evening. The Kansas State Wildcats and the North Carolina State Wolfpack squared off in an epic battle. Uh, with the former coming out victorious when the game was over, no one was talking about the results on the field. Instead, they were mesmerized by a mascot who managed to capture the hearts and minds of America for a brief time at least. Unified us all. And so that wasn't the end of it, though. When he went back into the toaster, he popped out, but not as the form that he originally he came out a cooked Pop-Tart. But it was a giant Pop-Tart, Right. Yeah. Did you see this? And then the team ate him. The team ate the Pop-Tart. Really? Like, a lot of work went into this. Yeah. Kudos. And you know, people don't talk about mascots enough, because everyone thinks, who cares, until you don't have one. And that's when you're back. Is backs- that their mascot, a Pop-Tart? Or is that the Bulls pop- mascot? The, the Pop-Tart Bowl, which actually started out in 1990 as the Blockbuster Bowl, or Blockbuster oh, wow. Video. Ugh. And then wouldn't like, want to eat a uh, blockbuster. Not, not great foreshadowing for pop no, tarts. But uh, <laughs> no, they uh, that that's not the mascot of the team. They're the Wolfpack and the Wildcats. So the bowl that. has its own mascot. The bowl does have its own. Well, it had its own mascot. 
Yeah, it's gone now. Honestly, though, if I was a wolf cat or a wolf or a cat. They've gotten wild with the Pop-Tart flavors. Have you been in the grocery store lately? Yes. I don't I don't know what they are, but they are some crazy flavors. I'm a cinnamon remember, brown sugar girl or a blueberry. I, like I remember blueberry. when they came out with that like purple one with the blue striped icing on it and that was that blew everybody's minds. That was the big I don't remember yeah, what that was. Yeah, that was I think it was a blue raspberry or something. Yeah, it was, it was something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or the, no, wildberry. It was called wildberry. But then they started coming out with some weird like s'mores and Oh, they yeah, there they, was they went off the rails with s'mores. Pumpkin pumpkin Ugh. pie was one they just released. You know what I like? My wife likes. As special edition, I like every year when Oreos does the orange for Halloween. I like a double stuffed orange Oreo. You. The, the with the the cream being the orange part, not the cookie. I don't know why. I, it's like nostalgic for me. My mom used to get those all the time. And they do red for Christmas, but I'm not as fond of the red. Mm. Oh, it was the Cheez-It Bowl from 2020 to 2022. Ah, right. The Cheez-It bowl. bowl. Of course. Um, all right. In more serious news, activists for the Palestinian cause decided to protest Thursday at the World Trade Center, the site of the most destructive terror attack in American history on September 11th, 2001. This is from Breitbart. It seems like every day, Taylor, I'm reporting on the latest demonstration by pro-Palestinian activists and this so, is just the latest this is the line they've drawn holocaust museum no go site of the largest terrorist attack on american soil that's okay yes what am i missing and as you stated yesterday there's been a lot of these protests um in traffic on freeways there was one in california there was one in new york and also we're having now that Christmas is over, uh, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, is looking at New Year's Eve and he's saying we're definitely prepared for for there to be protests. Are they going to the Boston Marathon finish line next and MIT after that? What's what's beneath them? What is what is too much? Where's the line? It's a very good question. Um, another story for you, Taylor, is from Red State. ICE detains Iranian national with terror ties at U.S.-Canadian border. So with all the focus of late on the southern border and the record number of illegal crossings taking place there, it may be easy to overlook the U.S. border with Canada. And, you know, Caroline Levitt, when she filled in for me when I was on maternity leave, she did a really great segment one time where she talked about New Hampshire and how they get a lot of people from the other border that no mm-hmm. one's paying attention to. And it's true. It's a real problem. And we are focused on the southern border because, I mean, just looking at it, it's hard not to focus on it when you get those aerial videos from Fox and Newsmax. But this is something that's taking place all over, and we need to keep our eyes out. This terrorist must have been very bad at reading the headlines or watching the mainstream media because he could have just walked through the southern border and gotten through if he wanted to. But he decided to go through the... I, w- I would say better protected border, better monitored border. Every day there's a new record that is being broken on our southern border. Like historic numbers, unprecedented statistics of how many people are coming over, how many people are getting through unvetted, how many gotaways there are. This is just a problem that is persisting. I think December, and they're already tallying the numbers, they've gone over 236,000, I think, is the, the number so far. And we've still got two days left in the month. Or as Corinne Jean-Pierre puts it, nothing unusual. Nothing un- Hey, it's great. We're breaking records. And meanwhile, Joe Biden. Glass ceilings. Joe Biden's on vacation. In St. Croix. It's a family tradition. Mm-hmm. It's a nice family tradition. 
When did the, that tradition start, though? Like last year? They said last year they solidified it. So I don't know many, how many how many trips to St. Croix do you need before it's solidified? It's like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie my, uh, my sister invited us over to her house for Christmas Eve, and she said it's a tradition. I said, we've only done this once before. It's not a tradition yet. I'd say five. Five is the tradition. You got to hit five. When it's a solid, solidified tradition. I would say, yeah, five. I would say five is... And even then, it's a, a very it's a very infantile uh, level tradition. I'd also go a step further and say, if it's a tradition, you don't usually have to say it's a tradition. You just know. Something becomes yeah, a tradition without point, realizing when it. When you get to the point that other people say, hey, should we start planning for this vacation that we do every year? That's when you know you made it. Well, they always do this in the mainstream media. They'll be like, oh, the Bidens are going to Nantucket. It's their family tradition. I want a family tradition where we stay at the home of a hedge fund billionaire and eat for free and stay for free and stumble around the cobblestones and go Christmas shopping on mm. Thanksgiving. Who wouldn't like that tradition? 208 says, Grace isn't the only one. My wife and I are convinced that the orange cream tastes better than the regular in the Oreos. I love it. I love it. It's so fun. I'm not really a Halloween girl, but when I see those Oreos, man. You know what else I've realized about, not, not to talk too much about Halloween, but something I want to say. I don't like Halloween decorations. I think they are so heinous. Yeah. But I think there's something nice about the fact and I'm starting to feel like this about Christmas decorations that might not be my ideal aesthetic. There's something nice about the fact that for a few weeks of the year, people are doing stuff for the kids, as Nancy Pelosi would say. It's for the children, because the children love the books. I disagree. Halloween is not about the kids anymore. You think that people are putting up those ugly cobwebs on their house for themselves? Yes, absolutely. See, that they disturbs want the biggest me. It is disturbing. And you know what? I'll make this my plea for, for next year. Uh, to places like Home Depot, Lowe's, any big box store. Can you put the Halloween decorations in the back of the store, please? Because they're right at the front. I walked into Home Depot around Halloween time with my three-year-old son, and there's this giant bloody-fanged werewolf roaring at him, and he's scared bleepless. It's yep. a nuisance, my God. Oh, come on. What do you mean, come on? That's nightmare fuel. You wait until uh, Emily gets that age and she walks into a Home Depot with, with you and she has to run away and hide behind your legs and say she's scared of the bad guy. And but, starts but crying. I can, I can picture you if someone else said that. I can picture you no, being be a right contrarian no. and saying, mm, come Get on, everyone's got to now like bend to what giant, you want. Horrifying skeletons and zombies. And my son is asking, what is that? And he's not scared of them anymore, thank God. But the initial shock. My God. Are you waiting until Emily gets Was it really age? your son or were you upset by the werewolf? I was upset that my son was upset I, because that's something I've never getting, really given thought to before. I don't to, want to you before. getting so upset on the air. I'm worried about your blood what? pressure. It's no, like constant. This is, this is what I do. He's so... And Jared's <laughs> over there egging that's, him on. Jared's, it's absolutely true. My Jared's no, pointing like, Jared, you look yes. like you're landing a plane over that's here. That's right. I in, in this situation, I am hopping in the, the toaster with that Pop-Tart. This is absolutely <laughs> correct. <laughs> I'm dealing with two Pop-Tarts right here. Okay, well, I would disagree with That's you on... That's one of on, my grievances. I would disagree with you on the idea that people are doing it for themselves. I don't think people are putting out cobwebs because they enjoy the look. I think they're doing it for the kids. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many people are running around with Jack Skellington tattoos 
and are are like well, making you know, this into you know from <laughs> no, waddling around with Jack Skellington tattoos and and buying these weird things, these uh, haunted dolls for their house, making these uh, haunted yards for well, other Taylor, adults who are obsessed with Halloween. You know that more than I do because you are a Disney adult, and so I know that you have experience uh, with people like that. But in general, most of us normal folk, we uh, don't run into these people quite often. We we just hang out with people who might be putting up these decorations. You know what I saw the other day? I thought it was I thought it was kind of clever. Oh, someone had a giant skeleton in their front lawn, like a really really tall one. But rather than take it down for Halloween, they just put ornaments in his in his hands yeah. to make him a Christmas skeleton. Wow, how festive! I thought that was fun. Mm-hmm. I said, "Huh, I see what you did there." Yeah, and I kept driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Ron, that yeah. is it for me. I will be back for Hate Mail Monday. No. No. Police Blotter Facts Friday. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Grace. 844-500-4242. Happy New Year to you. Start 2024 off right with a special treat from my pillow. They're bringing you their biggest bedding sale ever. Right now, you can get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as twenty nine ninety eight. A set of pillowcases for only nine ninety eight. Rejuvenate your bed with a My Pillow mattress topper for as low as ninety nine ninety nine. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All with the biggest discounts ever. Make your New Year's resolution to get better sleep in 2024 with MyPillow because they're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code HOWIE or call 800-658-4965 and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98 while quantities last. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Howie Car Show. Listen to the Howie Car Show from anywhere. Hey, Dad, what sorcery is this? Go to HowieCarshow.com and click listen to start streaming Howie live in crystal clear high definition. I'm whispering right in your ear. Buzz, 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 buzz. He's Howie Car. 844-500-4242. So I want to play for you the, the sound of uh, Shanna Bellows, Secretary of State in Maine, for now, uh, on why she had to do what she had to do. She didn't want to do this. She didn't want to take Trump off the ballot. She didn't want to make this decision, but she had to. It was something she was bound by uh, the law, by, by the... The, the state constitution to do. Uh, this is her on MSNBC, cut five. It's a very detailed decision. Uh, we lay out uh, why under Maine law, the Secretary of State has the authority, indeed the obligation, I'm duty bound to make this determination. Uh, we also, I rather, um, laid out that the record demonstrates that in fact, the events of January 6, 2021, which were unprecedented and tragic, uh, were an insurrection. Uh, in the meaning of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And finally, uh, in reviewing the facts presented, the evidence, uh, the law, the history, um, we determined uh, under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment that Mr. Trump 
engaged in insurrection and therefore was disqualified. Now, let's have some context here. I'm no constitutional scholar, and I think we found out yesterday I'm no Civil War scholar, but I can tell you what the Civil War was about, mainly. The 14th Amendment, Section 3, the Insurrection Clause, was brought about after the Civil War to prevent any of the Civil War, the uh, the Southern, the Confederate leaders from running for president and becoming coming into power once again. So you're talking about the the deaths of hundreds of thousands of Americans in order to have the right to secede from the Union compared to, what, a couple thousand people walking into being escorted into the U.S. Capitol building by Capitol Police and being shown around and leaving with uh, a laptop and a lectern? That's that's what we're comparing here. It's nonsensical. I don't know how you can even compare the two and seriously compare the two from a legal standpoint and stand there and defend it and then pass the buck saying that, well, I didn't want to do this. I, I, I had to. 844-500-4242. Emily, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Emily. Thank you. I got to tell you, just listening to her again makes my blood boil. I live up here in Maine, and it is an embarrassment, and I'm humiliated by this. But I will, I will say, a lot of my rage I'm recognizing is coming from the fact that I don't know what her, what are going to be her repercussions and the legislators that voted her in when all of this comes about by the Supreme Court that you can't do this. There's been no. Not only has she violated our Constitution, but even in her little speech she just gave there, she blatantly disregarded the role of the Supreme Court in the government by claiming that we, she, um, has decided what a, a, a uh, you know, what's the word? Insurrection. insurrection was. But not only that, but I sit here and I think, what are going to be the repercussions for her blatant disregard for her job and upholding the Constitution? Well, we have people sitting in federal prison right now who, like you said, they were there on January 6th. We've had people whose home, their doors have been knocked on by feds simply because they were in Washington, D.C. on that day. It makes my blood boil. And if people aren't angry, you're not paying attention. Couldn't have put it better myself, Emily. Thank you very much for the call. Very quickly, Henry, we've got 30 seconds. Uh, thanks for hanging on. You're next. Yes, here's a thought. Uh, this really isn't a democratic move. What this is is a, a one-party rule. They'll not only move against Trump, but anybody who threatens their rule. Case in point, Robert Kennedy Jr., for the third time this week, has been denied Secret Service protection. They're, they're, um, this is, is just, I just want people to realize that if they vote Democratic, they're not voting for Democrats. What they're voting for is one party. Yep. Thanks, Henry. We've got to move on. We've got Maine State Rep Mike Sobolewski joining us next on The Howie Carr Show.